This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by shutting the fuck up. Shutting the fuck up. Not only low calorie, but also low carbs and be- and it's good for you. Shutting the fuck up. Try it today. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the number one consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me, as always, it's Reacher the Cat. Say something, bud. Hola, como esta? <laughs> he speaks in the same uh, Spanish accent that I yeah, have, yeah. which is white as fuck. <laughs> what region of Mexico are you from? I'm from white as fuckistan. Yes, and I will take the quesadilla. And I would like the quesadilla, please. Uh, be sure to, I'd like a side of quinoa, uh-huh. which is the proper way to pronounce that word. Yes. And also French fries. Yeah. Um, welcome back, everybody. Episode 282. We're 18 episodes away from 300. Yeah, it's a big number. That's Yeah. You know what we should call the episode 300? I think you know. Uh, arrows blotting out the sun? No, this is Sparta. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that movie, I recently... Uh, no, not recently. I watched it within the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, for as much shit as I've given Zack Snyder... His mm-hmm. entire career. That movie really earns all that shit because it's terrible. I love, I kind of love that movie. Oh, you're, you're a homo. Solely based on the cinematography. Of yeah, it. yeah. That's not Zack Snyder. No, 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 it's That's not. That's the cinematographer. That's uh, Larry Fong, I think. Larry the Cable Guy. Who has actually done like a bunch of his movies. Yeah. Um, But man, that movie is so, really cool looking. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Unfortunately, I'm watch it. Unfortunately, it like started the like ramping phenomenon of two. It's a bunch. It started. I think it started a bunch of modern movie phenomenons. The the ramping, the slow mo ramping thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, CG blood. Yeah. Um. The uh, massive, massive use of green screen. Because uh, Star Wars started the massive use of green screen. No, no, no. I'm talking is I think they the they spent I think they had like three. I think they like they never went outside to shoot 300, a movie yeah. that is shot a movie that takes place entirely outdoors. Outdoors. Yeah. Like I'm talking about the kind where like they got a bunch they got like some fake rocks mm-hmm. and everything else is blue screen. Yeah. The the, the uh, prequel trilogies all did that. Two and three, especially. Yeah, I think one had some physical locations, and and they did go to some physical locations, but like the behind the scenes, sure, yeah, yeah footage of those movies is just there yeah, in like, a big like the, blue box. Yeah, the end of Attack of the Clones in that Gladiator Arena, yeah, entirely, yeah, blue screen, yeah. The whole um, Anakin Obi Wan fight is all blue screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At huh. the, in three, yeah. So, um. Speaking of movies, yeah, we went and saw a highly anticipated film this past weekend. We did. We went and saw the Sam Crimes Ex- of Grindelwald <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> that movie did. That movie fucking bombed. Yeah. Um, no, we actually went and saw Sanic Two. Yep. Um, and 
It was Tim. Would you recommend Sanic Two? No. Yeah, me either. It was it was disappointing. It was very disappointing. It was, um, it was best under, at best underwhelming. Yeah. Um. I put it in the category. So there's a, a couple things I can say about it, but one thing that really got to me is that the same thing that happened with Shang Chi when I saw Shang Chi, mm-hmm. and it was like. The the part I enjoyed the most was the third act CG bullshit fest. That's when you know it's a bad movie. Yeah. And like that was the most quote unquote exciting part of Sonic 2. But not for the same reason. Like Shang-Chi, like the CG bullshit action fest at the end uh almost goes into Dragon Ball Z territory. Yeah. With with its action, which is why I enjoyed that like five minutes um whereas sonic was like that's where they sort of dropped most of the stuff that was bad about the rest of the movie that was where it all disappeared yeah because they did way too much with the human characters like no one gives a shit about them yeah the infamous human characters from the sonic games right yeah yeah even the first movie like you have cyclops and, and then you have Cyclops's girlfriend, who I think is in the first movie, but she I really is. don't She's remember. She's barely in it, though. Uh, and yeah. her sister, who is also like a, a throwaway joke in the first movie. In the movie. first movie. Yeah. Becomes she a, has almost a, a main subplot. character. Yeah. And it fucking sucks. And it's just... And they, the, they bring in Knuckles and Tails, and they don't do anything to develop them. Like, no. the first movie did a really good job of, of it developing Sonic and yeah. giving us, like, his motivations and, and his like character mm-hmm. history and all that. And that was enjoyable. And this one is just like, here's Knuckles. He's the bad guy. Cause we need a, a digital bad guy yeah. to go along with uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. And here's tails. You know, tails, right? He's, he's Sonic's friend. Yeah. We were, they're friends now. We were talking to a stranger before we went and saw the movie. And he said, yeah, this movie has too much Jim Carrey in it. And we were I, like, that's not possible. And then watching the movie, there was not enough Jim Carrey. In no, it. there was a point where I turned to Trucking and Tugging and goes, I, I said, I said out loud in the theater, I said, you remember that guy said there was too much Jim Carrey? And I vaguely gestured <laughs> at the screen. Where is where Jim Carrey? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he just disappears for yeah. long stretches of this movie. Yeah. While- and, and yeah. And like the most, uh, the best part is like, it's, it's actually funny. Cause like you could, you could tell someone this out of context and they could like they I think it's like 50-50 on whether they would whether they would believe you on whether in Jim Carrey's latest movie he's in a giant robot and does um a, does a dance to a Pantera song. <laughs> <laughs> There's also there was at one point Truck and Tucking went to the bathroom and he came oh, yeah. back and it, I really wanted to wait wanted him to come back like a minute later so yes. he could go uh, trucking and tucking, there was a dance off scene in this movie that you missed yeah. <laughs> and see if he would believe you. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. They, cause it, di- it didn't seem it was going that way. I like when he left mm-hmm. and then it turned into a dance off and then it was one. And then it, down. Just, then it was just over. It was over. Yeah. Yeah. It just happened. It was like, we need something exciting for kids. Yeah. Uh, the first movie felt like it was a, it was a movie that was evident obviously aimed at kids yes. but written competently yeah and this movie felt like it was aimed at kids mm. so they were just like well yeah so uh robotnik you know he just knuckles shows up and just yeah. uh, you know yeah. rescues him they didn't oh uh, and now he has the super emerald and so he can build a giant robot so that we can have a giant robot for the yeah. final scene it was 
it really needed the first because Robotnik has good development motivations yep. in the first movie. Sonic has good development motivations. Uh, Cyclops has good development motivations, and in this one, they just like are they just they're exist. there. They're just yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and I think you can get away with that where you don't have to like you don't have to develop Robotnik more. Yeah. But you do have to develop someone else instead. Yes. And they just didn't develop anyone and else. Knuckles would have been the, the, character. the character to develop, yeah. but they just made Knuckles a bad guy. And then he becomes a good guy at the end because he needs to be a good yeah. guy now. And so it was, yeah, it was also, they also made him into Drax. Goodbye. Yeah. They made him highly autistic. Yeah. Like if I said, I think leaving, if Sonic is autism, Knuckles is Asperger's. Uh-huh. And that was not it. Drax works because he's in an ensemble of charismatic characters, yeah. and he's like the straight man. And this one, they just they made Knuckles have no charisma, and so you just like, okay, he's a good guy. Almost now. like almost like bit for bit, you know, where where Drax would be like, I agree with the Green Whore. Yeah, from the from the first Guardians movie, he would be like, that is a good that is a good plan, Fox Man, little tiny fox. <laughs> You know. Fox with two tails. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they they almost he felt like a copy paste character, yeah. and it was it was frankly embarrassing. At one point, during what should have been like the stinger right before the big, you know, the, I'm right in the apex of the climax. Mm-hmm. I just kind of leaned over in my seat, <laughs> and I I dozed off for five maybe ten minutes, yeah. like not even that long. And I woke up, and it was like, oh, I guess they got the chaos emerald, and now they're gonna get away, and now they're gonna fight. You miss like, nothing. Do you, yeah, you miss nothing. Also, giant laser in the sky. That was why I fell asleep. I, yeah. was, I saw the giant laser go into the sky, and I was like, oh, God. And I thought that was where the final battle was going to be, but of course they went back to the Green Hill Zone. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was just like, I'm just going to close my eyes for a minute and see if this movie is, just ends. Uh, yeah. not, And it's it's doubly disappointing because the first movie was so good. Yeah. And we talked about it when it first came out and we went and saw it and it wasn't the first movie was not good because it was like exceptional in any single way. But in my my the way I review movies now with my five tiers, it does all of those things completely satisfactorily. So you have just a perfect little Pentagon. Yeah. Nothing's a five. Nothing's a one. It's all threes and fours. And it it just it worked. And this one the i guess it was paced all right like it just kept moving along we didn't get bogged down in long scenes of exposition for no reason it wasn't long scenes of exposition but it was like long scenes of nothing happening for no reason yeah yeah and i would have i would have just i'm sure that the actors you know they they signed a contract for like three movies or five movies or ten movies the first movie you're gonna get a hundred million dollars the second movie you're gonna get 125 million dollars the third movie you're going to get whatever the amount is and so they and so they uh they see all those and then they go well why are we paying all these people all this money to be in this movie if they don't have any scenes like we need to give them scenes and of course the actors are like why am i in this movie if i don't get to like act and grow my character it's like you're in a sonic movie you're not in like the next fucking uh, Schindler's List. Yeah, you're in Sonic. You're 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 here to sell kids toys. Yeah, and and let them go fast. Yeah. Uh, the 
the other thing about it was for whatever reason, the first movie, the Sonic model looked great. Yeah. And this movie, none of the models, maybe it's because they were trying to do three characters. Maybe. None they of the models. They had to split all the CGI between those three and the giant. Good. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, like, what was CG in the first one? Sonic. Sonic. And, and like, probably the robots. The drones. Yeah. Right? What was CG in this one? It was Those Sonic, and Tails, Tails Knuckles, Knuckles, the whole, all the drones, the robots, the whole, like, all the, the Chaos Emerald stuff, the, the Mushroom yeah. Zone. Um, I guess there was that opening bit in Sonic. That was all CG, though. That might as well, you know, yeah, that, that could have been an animated movie. An animated yeah. movie, yeah. Um, like, that weird tornado, like, I mean, a bunch more. I'm very sad about Sonic 2 being a disappointment. Yeah. I'll it, probably still go see Sonic 3, though. I would, yeah, I would probably still go see yeah. it. Because maybe they pull it back out. Maybe. And if they don't, then I then, then I say no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I doubt, I mean, I doubt it's going to be, like, I mean, this movie did fine, I'm sure. Oh, it's set to be the biggest video game movie of all time. Until the Mario movie comes out. There's a Mario movie coming out? Yeah, you know who's playing Mario? Oh, did you that's right. This? I did hear this. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Helmsworth. Chris Pratt. Oh. I'd rather Chris Helmsworth play Mario. I bet that movie doesn't do very well. You think so? Yeah. Huh. I don't think Mario is... I think Mario's legacy has been tarnished by the Mario Brothers movie, which you and I love, but nobody else does. Uh, I don't love it as a movie. I love it because it's so fucking weird and not Mario. Like Mario games sell well because they're the only games that play well and are and they're exclusive to Nintendo, Nintendo products. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think if you put Mario on the PlayStation or the Xbox or you know Steam, no one, no, no one's gonna, no one's beating no. down the door to play Mario no. Kart. But it's like, well, I got a Switch. Eh, I guess I'll Mario, buy Mario well, Kart. Or, I, I beg to differ, but Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, well, that's just the first one that came to mind because it's it's the one of the better games. Like, um, what Smash Brothers or Super Mario Odyssey or you know Paper Mario or any yeah. of these? Well, no one's fucking playing any of those. Yeah. Uh, I, and look, when you when you picture Mario, you're playing Mario right now. You're gonna go sit down. You're playing Mario. What are you playing? The first one. Yes, but specifically the weird uh, PC port I had as a kid. Yeah. Not we had like the world had different textures. It was yeah. a 2D side scroller. Yeah, from the the Nintendo, the yeah. Super Nintendo or NES. Yeah, because Mario sixty four is a bad game. Yeah, Mario sixty four not good. Uh, there were a bunch of Mario games and Although, Luigi games yeah. on the the Galaxy Galaxy games were pretty good. GameCube and Wii U and Nintendo Switch, yeah. and nobody knows. Like there's no fan base for those. It's just those original Mario only, One, Two, Three, yeah. Super Mario World. The only people that, re- yeah, even the people that really like those, um, it's few and far between, and that's because they're Mario fans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I, I don't think that movie is going to be like this huge deal. Anyway, I, 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 I mean, I'd be surprised if that movie if this if there is another Sonic movie after the third one. I would be too. Yeah. I don't. Anyway. Well, uh, you ready to get some issues, Tim? Yeah. Well, here's what I don't get The Trojan Whiners. Tim, have you ever had the misfortune of reading The Trojan Women by Euripides? It's a it's a Greek play, one of the classics. No, I'm vaguely familiar with it. Yeah. So um, the story of The Trojan Women, I like to describe it as it's like the MCU version of 
origin story of all of these secondary characters and a bunch of other uh-huh. uh, Greek plays. Yeah. Um, it's set in Troy after the the horse thing, uh-huh. and Troy's been conquered, and they round up all the women, and they put them in this one area. Or it d- kind of depends on the interpretation, but sometimes they put them in one area. In the film, they're like marching them to the sea, and... Um, the women are basically going to go become concubines for the conquering army. Uh, you know, all the like, five beautiful women on this side, all the ugly ass women in the triads, triads on, on this side. side. <laughs> yeah, like Cassandra goes off to be an Agamemnon. Um, I fucking can't remember any of the others. What, but sure. they're it's it's a terrible play. Um, this play is so bad. Do you're supposed to say how bad is it? How bad is it? Okay, this play is so bad. I did. Uh, my first year in college, I did a scenic design project. We had to design a set for the Trojan women. So I had to read the fucking thing. And I yeah, was just like, yeah. this is a miserable slog. And we got into the class and we're like, what'd you think? And I was like, this is fucking terrible. Why the fuck did you make us read this? This is the worst piece of shit I have ever read. And you've like, read a lot of shit. And I have. And they're like, this is, it's moving and all these things. Like, no, it's not. All these fucking women, they're conquered. And then they just go and sit and bitch and moan about how they've been conquered. They do absolutely nothing to change their lot yeah. in life. They make no efforts to be the masters of their own destiny. And we know they never learn anything because they're in all these other fucking plays <laughs> also still doing nothing. And I just, I hated it. I did the project. I, it's, I did this. Um, so my concept was that it was like amb- ambiguous timeline and the set was an ancient Greek theater because they're shaped like a bowl and there's a wall there. Yeah. And people are just thrown down into the pit to be watched and, and there'd be barbed wire all out over the theaters and everything. So I designed, I made this model of my set like by hand that was pretty cool. I ended up throwing it away, but I've got pictures somewhere. Um, and so that was my concept. And so other people had different concepts, like people have done where they were like, oh, they're all at a party because they had the big party that the Trojan horse mm-hmm. was brought in for. Uh, so all that to say, the show's terrible. Then many I transferred to a different school, and I think it was like my second to last year there, um, design assignments go out and I'm made sound designer for a lab theater production of the Trojan women. Yeah. And, and we had these, these Wednesday morning design meetings where the design students had to go like talk to our professor about what our concepts were. And we're talking about the Trojan women. I haven't even read it. Like I read it the one time I'm not fucking sure, reading it sure. again. Yeah. And we're in that design meeting and they're like, what is your, what's your design plan for the Trojan women? And I was like, I, I don't have one. I was going to wait. I was going to sit in this design meeting and see what the director had in mind, what she's looking for, and then kind of build off that. And one of the, one of the professors said, well, that doesn't really sound like design. And I was like, well, uh, I hate this show. I viscerally hate this show. I don't think it should be performed. I think this is a tremendous waste of time for everybody involved and that the fun the funds would be far better suited being used for something of merit yeah. that's not this um and they were they were like so that I'm supposed to have a design meeting with the director that afternoon. I get to that meeting. I'm sitting there waiting for everyone to come in. And my sound design professor comes in. He's like, oh, um, we've actually, we talked about it and we're taking you off this show. And I was like, fucking great. Because <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. 
And it freed me up to do things that I was interested in. And it was for the best because I was not going to put yeah. my yeah. my effort into this. But my core my core complaint about the Trojan women is that they don't seek to control their own destiny. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there are tragedies where a character will be will lose. Yes. You know, characters lose in media all the time, but it's how they take their losses. That is like, that's what's like, uh, for example, a great, the dark Knight rises. Yeah. Right. There's a whole section there in the middle where Batman just keeps on failing and he just fails and fails and fails and fails until he succeeds. Mm -hmm. And all that failure, you know, comes out as being good. Um, Casablanca, you know, he has to say goodbye to the love of his life because it's better for her to go back to the United States and for him to join the front. Like he has purpose again. And there's like a sadness to it, but there's a sadness of, of that emotional story. But then there's like the rising tide of this new, new story that's coming where he's going to go like try and make a difference. You can have a story where your main characters lose. Yep. You know, you can have Han Solo be ki- captured by uh, the Empire and Luke have his hand chopped off. 300 is a, a tragedy at the end. But you have to have your characters pursuing ends to not lose. And then when they do lose, it can't be that they've just fully... They either have to be dead, like uh-huh. in Hamlet, or they have to have chosen a Don't, new path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hamlet, he he's pursuing a goal. I'm sure he gets killed at the end, but he does attain his he goal, attain which his is goal. killing his stepfather. Yeah. Uh, the Trojan women doesn't have that. None of the characters have arcs. None of them pursue anything to fix their lot in life. All they do is stand up and give monologue after monologue about how Troy used to be great and now they're going to be fucking sex slaves. And not even a character who like runs to the fences and gets killed. Uh, like huh. like in life, any yeah. you know, any Murphy and Martin Lawrence, you have the character the guy the guy finds out that he's getting out. He can't go to confront his father and let him know that he's gay, so he runs for the line and gets shot to death. You know, that's a tragic little story, but he was he was pursuing something mm-hmm. there. Not the Trojan women. The Trojan women is just the people standing up and giving, just talking about how their fucking life is going to suck and be miserable. It's like, yeah, I know. I've read the other plays. Thank you for wasting my time with this. <laughs> so I, I tell you about the Trojan women because, so now you have a historical background and now you're like educated. You can go into a meeting and be like, oh, this reminds me of the Trojan women. Uh, well, of course I read that. <laughs> Don't read it. So that's my problem with the story. And... I used to think this is not the way real life works. Uh-huh. I thought that because I'm not an NPC, yeah. that uh, people pursue goals. Yeah. Um, but NPCs don't pursue goals. Amren is never going to go get his sword back from the Tomb of the Red Eagle or whatever fucking air yeah. tomb his thing is is in. Um, Mule the lioness is never going to go get Grimsever. Yeah. Ever. The Greybeards are not going to step into the Civil War. <laughs> no, no. Of course not. The Dragonborn has to do yes. that. Because they're all just programmed to do their, their same motions. Uh-huh. You know, uh, 
the lady that runs War Maidens is going to go disappear to wherever she sleeps yeah. and then walk in up to the War Maidens at 8 a.m. every morning and start hammering on the workbench and then she'll move over to the forge and work mm-hmm. the forge and then she'll move over to the whetstone and work the whetstone and then it'll be 8 p.m. and, and she she'll get up and disappear back into her house and, and, lock, she's, the door. and lock the door and yeah. then that's it. That's that is the life of an NPC. None of those care if if you made a, a play about Skyrim and you didn't cast a dragonborn, it would just be person after person standing up and going like, uh, I used to be an adventure like you, but then I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. So now I just follow this pre-programmed yeah. little path through Whiterun every fucking day and hope that, that, you know, a dragon attack so that I can go do something other than this monotonous bullshit. Or I work in a stand in Riften and I, and I, uh, I really hate the guy that works across from me, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah. I could plant like a ring in there and and you know say that he stole it, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, why would you? Who's got? Who's ain't nobody got time yeah. for that. Uh, yeah. So that that's the difference between being a human and being an NPC. But so I, but now I keep on getting confronted with people who just just complain at me. Yeah. And up until this point, I have just let people complain because I thought. That by just being an outlet for them, it would let the problem go away. Because so that's what this podcast is, right? Yeah. I have all these problems in my life. You have all these problems in your life. We sit down here. We shout into the ether. It's out. Maybe that's because we're not NPCs. Maybe that's <laughs> the difference. Like, I'm not... Oh, I'm programmed to once... A, once I'm, I've expressed my emotion to, for it to just be... That's settled. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. And that's why people go to therapists, I guess. Um. I do it. We do it far more publicly. Yes. (laughs) So I've kind of adopted a form of stoicism where I don't, when someone gets mad at me, I don't get mad back. I stay calm. I stay in this mode. I just, I tell them that I understand and I offer them the solutions that I have available. And for some, that's good enough. Some people just want to be heard. But for some people, it's not good enough, and they want to push and push and push and push, and I they I think that they've taken my stoicism as timidity, mm-hmm. and that is not what I am. <laughs> I no. am far more angry and far louder than you will ever be. Oh yeah, and me not coming back at you with with one just dripping with sarcastic insults to you at a rapid fire pace, the point that you were demoralized beyond belief is not because I can't do it. It's because I have massive self-control. Yeah. You've chosen. Yeah. People think that that going back to Skyrim, is it better to be a good man because you know, no different, or is it, is it better to be evil and through great effort overcome that evil nature? I, people think that I have no filter. I just say whatever I think. I I have a, impeccable filter yeah like what i let out i'm letting out for a reason i'm you are dealing with like me on my best behavior on every given day and i'm done with it i am not fucking taking this shit from these people anymore uh because frankly i don't get paid enough and frankly those people don't have any motive to solve their own problems yeah a guy, at a, a guy at the meeting implied that I wasn't doing my job because I have a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. Not 
because there is a massive amount of work that one person is doing yeah. that is supposed to be three people's worth of, yeah. of work. Uh, no, it's because I'm lazy and I just procrastinate. I spend all my time fucking jerking off at home <laughs> instead of like solving people's problems. Yeah. And I'm... And so at that meeting, someone was like, do you want to be the assistant? Do you want to like step in and solve the problem? And he says, no. And some they said, so sh- then shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that's where I am. People are complaining to me about problems. And I've decided that my new response is going to be, what is your solution? And how do you plan to implement it? Yeah. Because what they want is they want to complain to me. And then they want me to drop everything and fix and it. Fix it. Yeah, yeah. Because they think that their time is somehow valuable, but my time is not. Yep. They think that if... If I have time off, it's because I'm avoiding doing something, whereas they get to sleep a full night's sleep every night. They yeah. get to go home and watch TV with their friends or go spend time with their family or go out to eat. I am constantly on the fucking phone. The, the goddamn thing never fucking stops ringing. I get to do nothing that I find fulfilling in my life other than put out these little fires for all these fucking people that can't even... Some of, some of which think that I just do nothing. They think that I just fucking sit yeah. here doing nothing. Yeah. And they have said that to other people. Yes. <laughs> and and then I, it's just beyond me. It's beyond me to expect that from another person and to not want to chip in. If you see a problem, I'm not a complainer. I know that seems odd being <laughs> the format of this show. I'm I yeah, I will shout into the ether for my own uh, self-interest, but I'm not going to complain to you about a problem unless I can see or make a suggestion or offer yeah. a mode of help. It's, I think the coffee at this building sucks dick. I'm going to buy my own coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, the first thing that came to mind was like, uh, so like when your girlfriend's mad at you mm-hmm. and she's like, I've got all these problems. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you you start offering solutions. You start offering solutions. What does she not want? Solutions. Right. She just wants to complain. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you've got full grown ass men yeah. acting like uh, that. Grown, people old enough to be my parents. Yes. Or may, maybe not quite that old, but in the in the generation of yeah. my parents, far older than I am, uh-huh. who lack any level of maturity to keep their fucking mouth shut for 10 minutes. Because you get you get asked a question, and then as you try and answer, they shout you back down. Yeah. And I I'm over it. I am so beyond over it that I'm I'm on. I really have am seriously contemplating just quitting because I know that I could get another job in this industry. Yeah. I I am very confident in my abilities and and the skills I've developed and the way that I have. Like you take me now with what I've learned from from doing this job and the level of self control that I've developed, put me on the road somewhere as a head carpenter. You've got the best fucking head carpenter tour your tours <laughs> ever seen. You put me on as an audio engineer, I can mix the shit out of a show and I can make people like me. Yeah. That's money in the bank, man. You know what none of you people will have? Someone to run this fucking business. And you will lose every contract you have, and none of you will be working. None of you, because you're they're they're leeches. They they will they have sucked the life out of more more people. Literally, yeah. One of the people previously in my position killed himself. Yeah. 
they've sucked the, they sucked the life out of those people by just being abusive and never wanting to do their part. Yeah. And when you try and create a way for people to be able to do that, this is like when I I brought in months and months ago the calling calling back mm-hmm. issue. Why wasn't why wasn't I ever called back? Yeah, it's because these people like I found I found this. I found the invoice for my first day of work in 2009. July 14th, 2009, my first call. Straight out of high school. Straight out of high school at the PAC, wicked load in. Um, and I can just go down this list and like hit these names. Here is right there. That's the guy that I just told to go fuck himself. The one that accused me of having a drinking problem. Oh, I, he's been on the list longer than I have. Do yeah. you know what skills he has? Fucking none. Can he mix a show? Yeah. No. Can he program a lighting console? No. Yeah, you, sure. You can he, can as- he can assemble a set, but yeah. fucking anyone can do that. Can run around on a tiny little segue that really annoyingly. Yeah. Any fucking job that he can do, I can do better. Yeah. But same, same day of work. Mine wasn't worth a second chance. This is why you're fucking... This this group is in this like it's group projects. When when we were yep. kids in school, every kid hates the group projects. They go, oh yeah, I have this group project, and like Tim doesn't do a fucking thing in it, and then he still gets the same grade. That's communism. <laughs> That's what everybody wants. They yeah. want communism. They want to take people like me and suck the fucking blood out of our out of our bodies until our just run us until my head hurts all the fucking time. My body hurts all the fucking time. I can't fucking sleep. I don't get time to eat. I can't fucking go do anything so that this motherfucker can raise 40 feral cats. That's, that's the end and long and short of it. Cause he didn't fucking plan for retirement. Yeah. I mean, so many names on this. There's another name that you may recognize. Oh, yeah. That yeah. guy I went to high school with. Uh-huh. Got on the list before me. Wow. Yeah. Despite having zero skills zero. in the <laughs> industry. Yeah. He's not on the list anymore. Of course not. But he knew someone who knew someone better than the people that I knew. Oh, yeah. Pure nepotism. So I had to call and call and call and call and call to get the same day of work that this fucking yeah. guy did because he's the nephew of someone yeah. or something. And then you know what he went and did? Fucking, I don't know. He I, went and found something else. Oh, yeah. I made this my fucking life. Ugh. I, yeah, I, I just look at this and I'm just like, yep, there's a, there's another one. There's a person that I have to deal with their fucking bullshit. Uh, there's the guy that killed himself. There's a person whose bullshit I have to deal with. There, here's here's a person that is the only other person that seems to give a shit about what is happening in this. Yep. Um, there's the, the only person I've seen help you with anything. Yeah. Uh, that guy's. A, let's see. Uh, that person retired because these people sucked him dry. Uh-huh. Um, that person is moved to California, but he was, he's still working. That person is now, uh, the head of a, one of the companies here in town, despite having like kind of blown off the job that I have now. Yeah. Um, cause that wasn't good enough. Fucking me in the ass every time he got the chance. Uh, that person's still on the list and he has been forever. Like, uh, here's two people that will only take certain kinds of calls. Here's a guy that takes whatever calls he can get. And I just like, yeah, if all 
you know, all these names that are that are on this invoice that are still on invoices today, all these names that are not on here, how many of them were like me? How many of them wanted to make this a career but couldn't do it because they were locked out by people like this who will suck everyone dry and not offer a single iota of help to fix the fucking problem? If you think there's a problem, find a way to fix it. You know, if you're if you're you get a flat tire on your way to work, do you just get out of the car and stare at it? Call call your friend. Hey man, I've got a flat tire. Do you want to come help you? No, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm yeah. It sucks. I've got a flat tire. Well, you I guess probably- I got to sell the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my issue. It's the Trojan women. They're the Trojan whiners. They're people who who want to complain about their lot in life, but don't you want to do anything to fix it? And and that's that's just this is just like a, my very very narrow narrow example. But there are people like this everywhere. I mean, it's the classic liberalism of, oh, I think we should have universal basic income, and I think we should have you know all these people are like I'm going to live in a in a socialist commune where I talk about gender norms and I like tend library part time, and you just you just want to be given and not earn anything um i want to earn my way in life i've always wanted to earn my way in life i was taught a very from a very young age that work ethic is important like that separates you from everybody else and i'm frankly tired of working twice as hard as everyone and then getting shit on because people don't want to don't want to care. Yeah. Uh, hey, this group project, I, why is our poster board green? I think that's like an ugly color. Uh, oh, well, at any point in time during this group project, you could have shipped in and yeah. done fucking anything. Um, I, I want to become a teacher cause I want to assign group projects, but then the real grade just goes to like, cause you, the teachers always knew the teachers because you never ended up with a group project that was all the fuck ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. You you separated them out. Yeah, you sprinkle them. You sprinkle them out. Like yeah. that's the way society works, and that's the like it should really be a metric that happens in school. Where, um, so when I was in college, we would have to review the other designers in on the shows we were working on. Yeah, and stage managers would revi- review the designers. We review the stage managers, and then like that would be your part of your end year review is like what your peers are saying about you, and. I just, I imagine that a group project like that, right? Where if you get three group projects where they go like, yep, uh, Truckin' and Tuckin' did fuck all the help anyone, but he still got an A because the other three of us worked yeah. twice as hard. Yeah. And then they're just like, ah, Truckin' Tuckin', please come down to the office. And he sits down in the chair. He's like, what, what do you need? Um, just this. And they push a button. You're dropped into a pit of fire because you are worthless to society. Yeah. You, like, that should be, that's the the what is it the feeder fish the leader fish the thing that signals the bigger fish is coming mm-hmm. like the your your participation in group projects as as a student is indicative of how much you were going to pitch in on literally yeah. anything for the rest of your life yeah the other another good one is littering <laughs> okay I, I'm, if you are a litterer, yeah. like if you just, if you have a thing, I have a piece of paper, I'm done with this. Okay, let me just throw this away. Uh, if you're a litterer, you are against like the whole fabric of society. Yeah. Whereas 
if you're the type of person, not someone who's like, we got to recycle and separate all this shit, but just the kind of person that sees a piece of trash, picks it up, and then takes to a trash can. That's someone who is beneficial to society. Uh, A good example of this is if you're in the bathroom with someone, right, and you tear the paper towel off and you dry your hands and then you wad it up and you throw it into the trash can, it hits the side and bounces off. What do you do? You go pick it up and put it back in the trash can. Put, pick it up and try it again, right? But there are people that will just throw it and just be like, ah, I missed. Oh, well. la di da di da di da And, like, in a perfect Thanos snap world, it's just, okay, people like that, not necessary. Yep. You're an excess person. You're not someone that we need to exist anymore. And, uh... Frankly, the world would be better off without you. A culling, a nice culling. A, a nice culling. I've been calling for it for years. I wish that the uh, fake pandemic had been had been the thing that had done that for us, but unfortunately, it was not, which is uh, very, very disappointing. Yeah. Well, Tim, what is uh, your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get: uh, being babied. More work talk here, but this yeah. is from the other side of the the situation this is from um so i've I've talked about how like as as a person on a road show right you 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 go to every you go to the city and you get a new pair of you get a new dozen people working under you or working with you Mm -hmm. i would say uh some people view it as working under you right Mm -hmm. definitely some people view it as working with you um and you don't know who you're gonna get you know you don't know if you're getting the you know, 30 year old veteran that knows every in and out, but can take, uh, but you know, takes it like a champ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll just take any instruction, you know, take any instruction he gets. You don't know if you're getting the 30 year old veteran who pisses and moans every single time. Right. Yeah. You don't know if you're getting the guy who it's his first, first call. You don't know if it's if it's the guy who it's his you know third or fourth call. He's still he's never worked that department before, right? He doesn't know. You you don't know if you're getting the guy who not only is it his first call, he's kind of like not even ever been around shows before, so he doesn't know the terms for anything, right? I had a guy this past week. I'm LD on a show, uh-huh. so I'm supposed to be not working. Yeah, like I. I negotiated it with the uh, company, and they're like, we're going to pay you this design fee. Design fee is programming, but you're hands-off on everything else. Yeah. So I'm working a call, and it's not working out. So me and the company manager talk, and it's like, I'm just going to go ahead and do this work. And he's like, yeah, just go ahead and put yourself on the invoice as a technician for today. Like, uh, this is this is ridiculous. So... I send this guy up to focus some lights. Yeah. And you probably don't know what this term is, but this guy has been on me saying that he's, uh, uh, I'm a lighting guy. Lighting's my passion. This is what I do. Okay. Okay. So I've got this light, right? It creates this big oval on the ground. Yeah. And the the hot spot of the oval is, uh-huh. a, is at the bottom. Yeah. And I want it to kind of be in the middle. Okay. So that it's a nice, even light. Yeah. So I tell him, to check the bench focus. Okay. Do you know what the bench focus is? It's probably one of those levers on that light. It's specifically, it's some knobs on the cap where you can adjust 
where the lamp sits in regards oh, okay. relation to the sure. reflector. I would know where that is. Yeah. So he's like fucking. I've changed a lamp before. Yeah, futzing around and shit, and not changing anything. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'm trying everything back here, and nothing, none of this is working. I think we're using different terminology. I'm uh, like, well, what terminology would you use? Like, and I'm trying to describe what I want him to do. Yeah. Do you see the hotspot? Do you see, I do you see how it's at the bottom? Do you see how I want in the middle to create a flat field? Like, what would you call that? Like, I, I don't know. I, but we're just using different terminology. Like, yeah, okay. If we're using different terminology, you tell me what your version of the terminology is. Like, if you speak Spanish and I speak English, uh -huh. and I go, what this? Th I call this cheese. Yeah, you would call it. Queso. Yeah. So it's like ah. Oh, you know, you now know that I call this cheese and you call it queso. queso. Yeah. Okay, so we could communicate. Like yeah. I want to put queso in the sandwich. Yeah. You know, thing. Like, oh, oh, okay. I understand. Sure, he, sure. You pointed to two things. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Not not this guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm ready to cut my own tongue out. <laughs> anyway, go ahead with your story. Sorry. Uh so yeah, you don't know what you don't know what you're gonna get. And so some people treat you like some people treat you treat everyone like the veteran and uh, and assume you know everything. Mm -hmm. And some people uh, treat you like it's your first day on the job. Uh, and you, there's a rare in between that that can kind of gauge where everyone is, mm -hmm. right? And then there's the asshole I will call speakers Ugh. from the show the other night. Fuck speakers, who man. just treats everyone. That is not on his team, like like, a, like a little little baby. Um, the first the I was ready to throw hands with that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I've talked to I've talked to a couple of people since then, and they all say the same thing. He's just a <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, so the guy I was working with yesterday, he was that that he brought he brought up the PBR or yeah, I, said, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Docs, they they're a. They're a company that could afford to pay every single hand on that call octuple time. Yeah. Uh, we got octuple time on that call. That's uh, holiday pay, overtime pay, and meal penalty pay all stacked up at once. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he was like, we, we you know, we, we guys talking about it, and he was like, oh, yeah, this, that guy was, that guy is just a Make it, you made mean the all the time. You made sixty-one dollars an hour for yeah. the for the average. Average. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's uh that's just shy of the average being four times pay. Yes. Just, no, it's it's just under just four under times. Four, yeah. just under four times pay. Um anyways. Yeah, this guy was like so, so we're you and me specifically. We're just like we're standing around waiting for something to do, and some guy guy from the show comes up to us. Hey guys, uh, we're we're gonna need to move these speakers, um, all the way to the dock, and we have to go all we have to take the long route. Mm -hmm. And so like five, uh, five or, or six, six of us, us go, go over there, go over there, and we're like about to grab you know these speakers with, that are on wheels. We're just gonna move them around, and speakers guy, a different person of course comes up and he goes whoa 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 don't he, fucking touch those speakers they're not going anywhere not only no, he's he, he's what what got me was what he specifically said which was you are not fucking told to move those speakers that's right and i said uh we literally were <laughs> he goes no you move everything over here 
You move these boxes. Like, okay, man. Like what? Are like we're some rene- we're some renegades <laughs> that snuck in and we, and we decided to just move stuff. Yeah. No, the job is you stand around and someone tells you what to do and then you do it. Well, that's the other thing is that eventually we did move those speakers to where we were going to take them. Yeah. They weren't. They didn't need to be there for any reason. No. So there's no reason why we couldn't have pushed them around. Yeah. Just for something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That guy was. And he was like that all night. All to night. Everyone. To everyone. Because uh, then I spent a couple hours um, moving stacks of stacks of cases, like specifically like from one spot to to another spot back and forth for hours. Right. And I didn't see that guy. I hadn't seen that guy for a couple of hours since the yeah. speaker incident. Right. And then, so I've been, so me and trucking and tucking, right. We're working together and we've been moving these, these, uh, cases, these stacks of cases, like back in, not the same stack, we're, you know, different stacks, but back and forth between, uh, the forklift and the dock for a couple hours. Yeah. At least. And then he shows up, to, you know, to, I guess he finished whatever the fuck he was doing <laughs> and wanders over to sort of, you know, uh, be an asshole, be an somewhere. asshole. And so uh, and so we're literally halfway through the route we've been taking dozens of times. And he's like, all right, guys, uh, straight on to the back there on the dock. Uh, we're going right into the truck. <laughs> like, this is the first case. You've like, touched. this is the first one we've touched. And we had like and also. The, the layout of the arena, right? So you got the big old arena, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's like a the big oval, the big oval. Yeah. And that's got a circle around it yeah. with like spokes branching off. Right. There's a spoke in the back. That's where we're going. There's a spoke, um, you know, off to one side. That's like the back entrance. You got a spoke off to the immediate opposite side of the back docks is the front is the other docks. Yeah. And I think like, I assume there's a smoke on the other side. Yeah. Um, like there's also nowhere else to f- nowhere else for us to fucking go. Like, do you want us to do laps? <laughs> we're in a circle. What are you guys doing? Yeah, we're just pushing this box. You didn't tell us where <laughs> what its final destination was, so we're just waiting for directions yeah. again. And then we come back from that box, and he's there. And right, we've been doing this all night. We we walk up to the forklift and. Uh, if Whatever they have if, stacked. If there's nothing already stacked, if, if there's something stacked, we'll take the stack. We know what stacks we're taking. Otherwise, the forklift is currently stacking something, or we stand there and wait for something to be stacked. Uh, we do this for hours, and we walk back, and he's like, "All right, guys, uh, that we can see the forklift like finishing the stack." He's like, "All right, guys, this one's going straight to the truck. Go on back there." <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted us to, you know move this jerk off yeah jerk off we're just sitting here and jerk off <laughs> jerk each other off that was the other fucking stupid thing was that they had a, all this that stuff was, that they're pushing past the dock where it's being loaded to a forklift to be stacked all of these cases weigh and they're all labeled yeah mind you with yes. weights between 350 and 700 pounds oh uh, somewhere, somewhere in, in the eight nine hundred eight and eight nine yeah. okay so i think this lo- the least weighted one i saw was like 379 sure, something like that and so all of those cases had to be pushed past where they were going to be stacked by a forklift to be pushed back to the dock it's like why don't we put the fucking forklift 
at the dock. It was there earlier. It was there at one point, and someone was like, no, 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 you can't be here. You need to move down there. And it's like, fucking, we have a forklift down there. We need a forklift here. God, those guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. But you can't do anything to them. And yeah, they do. I've been on calls where people, like, I had a truck driver once uh, talking down to me about how to load a truck. Like how to unlock wheels and shit, uh-huh. and I wanted to be like, dude, I've been doing this for fifteen years. Yeah. I realized that that seems like a a big number for someone as young as I am, <laughs> but that's that's the getting paid years. Yeah, there's actually I've probably been doing this for twenty years, yeah, twenty two years somewhere in there. Um, but I, you were a child then. I was a child. And there's, there's child labor laws. Yeah, it was child labor for my dad. But it was, I mean, that was where I started, was moving, helping my dad load his gear in and load his gear out. And that's where I learned about interconnectivity and how soundboards work and all that stuff. Um, and the ergonomics of, of loading a truck and figuring those kinds of things out. Been doing it for a long time. And it's not like, and I, you know, I'm going to say this, and you you know what I mean. And it's not a slight against you, but like a lot of this shit is not hard. It's not like, uh, last night, right. Uh, I, we were, um, one of the lighting guys, right. We're, we're setting lights up and the light, when the guy lighting guys comes, Hey, a bunch of you guys, I need, I need your help over here. And Oh, what is this? I didn't say this out loud, of course, but Oh, it's a lighting board in a big old case. Mm-hmm. Now, how many times do you think I have personally, Taken a lighting board out of its big old case and put it up. A dozen times, maybe. No, no. It's been like two. Okay. Uh, that that usually just sort of happens. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you look at the case and you kind of figure it out, right? Like it's it's up on its. its like I said, I've done this, and I'm and by by two times. So I guess I'm not count, I'm not counting like high school. Yeah. Uh. But let's let's say one of those times was fairly recently and by fairly recently i mean a month and a half ago okay right and before the time before then couldn't tell you when it was so uh something that i saw uh, something i've done maybe twice and the last time was about a month and a half ago uh i like to think uh i'm not wildly more uh competent than competent than everyone else but I knew what to do. Yeah. You look at the case and you can kind of tell how it's supposed to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And so the it's the lighting guy has like two students and four three, four hands on the and he's he's going through every single step, right? And I'm just like I'm pre pre unlatching stuff and moving stuff and just like you could just say, I need to get the lighting board up here and yeah. It could have been just the four hands could have done it. We would have been like, okay, we know what to do. Yeah. You know, that, that's the thing. You're absolutely right. It's not that hard. Like there, there's a level of, of difficulty where when you get into like programming a lighting console, Yeah, but even then that's something it's just repetition. Like you could, yeah, you, you could, could pick you could, it up you quickly. Could, yeah. You could teach. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you could watch YouTube videos and teach yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I taught myself by reading the manual, you yeah. know, uh, I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've done, uh, shows with i did shows with you you know years ago and i i had never run lighting before yeah but you know i got the gist of it pretty quick yeah and so very sometimes there are parts and the thing is it's all repetition it's, yeah it's the basically the same thing over and over and over again it's yeah. just a different shade of blue yes you know um 
And so, yeah, I don't understand the people that can't pick it up yeah. quickly and the need to explain to everyone yeah. that, like, okay, we're going to... Like, obviously, this lighting console, the sound console is on its back because it's in a tall, skinny case and not a low, flat, mm. wide case. So we're going to have to pull this. And you can look at it and go, like, oh, I see... There, you know, there are three pieces of this case. Yeah, yeah. you must have to pull off this the top, the top which is actually the nose. Yes. Then you lay it on its bottom, and so you, you take this yep. the back off, which is now its top again. And look, oh, now I have my sound console. Amazing. Yeah, people. It's. I mean, ba- the the requirements to work with us are to be over eighteen years old. Yep. And and have a pulse. Like yep. those are basically, basically. the two things. <laughs> uh, be able to have a phone that can accept text messages. Yeah. So and some people are still yeah. Some people are still unable to do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. fucking speaking of that, I got a text message this week. I should probably go check it, but uh, someone got a new phone. Someone named Joe. Okay. I don't know. There are like four or five Joes on my call list. Joes. Yeah. Joseph. It's a pretty odd, pretty common name. <laughs> it's just. Hey, this is Joe. This is my new number. But it's a mass text to what I can only presume is his everyone in this fucking phone. Yeah. So then my phone, which is already goes off constantly, is going off more constantly. People going like, cool, got you added, got this thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, what kind of fucking retard includes his boss, for lack of a better term, yeah. in the text message with all of his stupid friends and family to let them know that he has, uh, he has a new phone? Like, I, first name, last name. Yep. Not a group text. I don't know who these fucking people are. <laughs> I was going to text that group text. Who is this? I actually, I don't even think I responded. And I was just, I had to go in and mute the notifications because yeah. it was going nuts. Uh, yeah. It. So I guess, I guess there are just a lot of retards out there and you are at the like top 1% of competency. The fact that you can recognize patterns after doing something two times, like, okay, I got it. (laughs) Man, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know, I always, I like to bring it up because I, I, for one, I think it's funny, but South Park, right. There's that episode where, uh, Cartman says, you know that 25% of people uh, believe 9-11 was an inside, inside job. job yeah. And and they're like, well, they're all retarded. He's like, oh, you think 25% of Americans are retarded? Yeah, like, there yeah, are four of us. There's four of us, you're retarded. retarded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny, but also like more and more, it's like, I mean, it seems like these people didn't go to elementary school. They just lack all common sense. All common sense. Yeah. And you can get away like with they it. They learn their colors and their numbers and their ABCs, but that's it. They learn them separately and they can't like they can't do common sense things of mixing each other. Yeah, so that was an interesting thing. Uh Digibro did this neurotyping test where he like put all the people in the in the um dick dicko verse mm-hmm. into this graph of like yeah, what yeah, their yeah. brain types were and he put me in i don't remember what the category was but i was like i i i think you you have that wrong because i'm not that smart and he's like no no, no this category and he explained to me this category and it's it's the ability to think laterally right mm-hmm. so if i if i said uh a b c d what comes next 
that's E. E. But now what comes next is numbers. Five. Exactly. You're shifting over and going like, okay, I can, we had four letters. Now I can go into numbers. Some people can't do that. Some people can't take, take a skill set and then shift it to the next thing and and tie everything together laterally. Like every skill that I learn is on a linear path, but then I can also tie it to other skills, which then enhance those. It's like, I'm on a skill tree basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded by the people that I have around me. And I'm tired of assholes. I'm going to go fucking go live in the woods. (laughs) Ridiculous. Well, that's a great issue, Tim. And that brings us to the Miller episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Riqueta News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what uh, news do we have today? Uh, well, our first news story, speaking of dumb people, um, we talked a little bit about college earlier, um, and despite what is like a sort of a sham it is, uh, and, uh, and especially in general, it's not to be taking and it's not to be taken, um, very highly, but if you're going to college, you expect like some sort of like bare minimum uh, of like the system to work for you. Mm -hmm. Some sort of bare minimum, especially if you, if you're serious about what you're doing, you know, if if, if it's going to be your profession, right? Like if, like if the, if the, um, you're like your major in college, if like the entire faculty was just completely, uh, (laughs) Like terrible at their jobs yeah, and couldn't get the were. basics done. Yeah. Uh you nailed it, Tim. You would have a right to be like upset about that. Yes. Yeah. So um when 94 students taking the second semester postgraduate examination at uh damn it, I clicked on something. Um this is damn it. The University of American Samoa. No, this is this is not an American no university, which is crazy. That well, that's not an American university either. It's a Samoan university. Um, what happened? I accidentally clicked something and the news went away. Can I offer you an egg in these troubling times? Yeah. Um, this is a uh, Tilkomanji Bagahalpur University. It's an Indian university. Mm. Um, they teach you how to shit in the street there. Apparently, yeah. Uh, 94 of their students could not write, could not write their last paper of the second semester postgraduate exam, the postgraduate exam, mm-hmm. because the question papers were never even printed. <laughs> so they couldn't write the paper because there were no questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like you, so you're, you're a postgraduate student uh-huh. of anything and you go in. So that's after your master's, you're going in for your doctorate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. you go in to take like your final exam. And they're like, uh, yeah, we forgot to print the papers, so uh, can you like come back in a week or so? I mean, I think you'd have a right to be more than upset. I, I agree. I, I don't understand how you can fuck up that bad. I, like you've got one, you've got one job. Yeah, writing this one question. Yeah. You couldn't even like scribble it on a chalkboard and have everyone read it. Yeah. Or write write their paper based yeah. on that because I've had that in classes. Because right? at that point, it's like, a fucking if you can't do your job, 
which is, you know, to, it's like, why am I here? Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. So those people fail or they just, they have to like like, fucking wait and wait around and diddle their thumbs. See, that's ridiculous. At that point, it's like, well, give me the piece of paper. Give me the piece of paper that says I finished because you don't care. So why why should I? Yeah. Um, our next news story comes to us from Vancouver. A pair of uh, economic students in Vancouver are putting their education to good use for graduation with um, a new invention. Uh they're behind a company called Pluffle. It's launching a new invention. Here's how they're describing it. Dog beds for humans. <laughs> you know what Isn't we that just a bed? <laughs> you know what we call those? Beds. Was this a beanbag chair? They're beanbags. They're just making beanbags. I love I love the Tech Bro Web 3.0 like like, what if we made, uh, like, okay, look at, like, think of a, like a laptop. What if we made a laptop that was like maybe a little bigger so we could put like uh, a big graphics card in it? Yeah, a big graphics card in it. And it sat at a and desk. It sat on a desk. Like on, t- on top of <laughs> yeah, the yeah, desk. Yeah. yeah. Well, where did you put the screen? Um, what if we had like a, like, you could move the screen around because it wasn't connected? Like, maybe like a cable. Um, <laughs> But you can move the screen around anywhere you wanted. Like I love the they they're trying to reinvent the wheel. See, it reminds me. This is this is going to be a really weird pull, but it reminds me of Blue's Clues. And <laughs> I don't know why this is stuck with me. Yeah, I think this is maybe where I realized that Steve was a retard. Yeah. <laughs> but I was uh, someone in in elementary school, like first uh, kindergarten, first grade, when it rained. We couldn't go outside. Yeah. So they would sit us down in not the cafeteria, but in a room adjacent to the cafeteria. And we would, I think maybe it was like a secondary gym or something. Sure, sure. And we would watch Blue's Clues because I think they just turned on Nick Jr. Yeah, they would just turn on Nickelodeon, of course. And it was the most, to this day, I remember the just, maybe this is where I realized that everyone's retarded. Yeah. Because I remember sitting in that room and Steve being like, Oh, dude, uh, Blue, put his thing on something. And all these other fucking kids being like, it's on the chair, the chair. <laughs> and I'm just like, he can't fucking hear you. What is happening? <laughs> this is a first grader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, there was this one episode where Steve wanted to make an invention. Yeah. So Blue was going to help him make an invention. But in the interim, he kept inventing things. Yeah. There were just things that already existed. He's like, yeah, I invented this thing. It's a rag. And you use it to wipe stuff off. And I call it a wipe rag. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I and then every like the kids on the show were like Steve that already exists you fucking retard yeah. now I was just like why just, <laughs> just go outside just go outside let's play a board game something this is miserable <laughs> you're killing me that should have been the evidence that yeah. all the teachers needed that I was well on a far more developed than my peers. Uh, they they say that the pluffle, uh, human dog bed, is made from orthopedic and memory foam. 
It has borders which you can tuck your feet and hands or arms into, and it's covered in a soft, pleasing faux fur. They say it's a relatively unique product on the market with distinct differences from anything similar, like a bean bag, with the borders allowing for limbs to be tucked in. It mimics a weighted blanket in some ways. Okay, so I just, <laughs> on the Blues Clues Wikipedia, I looked up this episode. Season 3, episode 15. So it's very early in the Blues, and I, I remember this shit. Steve comes up with a device used to change the channel of the television without getting up, but what he realizes is that there's already such a thing. It's a it's a hand on a stick. That's what he invents. Oh, to like change the, control. the physical button. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then Blue does goes for an invention. Yeah. Um, apparently the Pluffle has a Kickstarter, which has raised over $120,000 in a week. Thanks to a 9.2 million view TikTok video, uh, which is something I've seen more often is I've seen Kickstarters cause I was actually browsing Kickstarter last night and I saw something that was like, Oh, I've always wanted this, mm-hmm. which is essentially a pair of glasses that are also screens. Ah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So this has like all the streaming apps you want built in. Um, oh, no, that's not what I want. No, no. It, so, so it has like, it has apps like Netflix and all that stuff. So you just click on Netflix and, uh, and you know, you, you, you go to Total Recall and you hit play and you're watching you're, Total you're, Recall. You're, on you're your, calling your, everything totally. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're calling everything totally on your glasses, which are like 1080p, 60 FPS, uh-huh. you know. Um, screens and if you want to you can like picture and picture it so you can look through your glasses if you want um but they're also like touting it as like oh we've also got like all the game streaming things so you can also play your games with a controller right there like on your just on your glasses uh it's and it looks like a very janky version of what i assume will be the future um i think living in a pod yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like there were multiple videos on like on their video thing there was like here's like influencers talking about about it and it's like some lady doing a tiktok on it like this is for the kickstarter (laughs) this is not selling the pro like selling the product you know after it has become a thing this is for the kickstarter See, I don't want it to have apps and shit. I literally just want it to be a screen that I can attach to whatever device I want. Yes, that's also through like a micro HDMI cable. Yeah, and then I can watch or wirelessly. Yeah, wirelessly you have lag. Well, but if you're watching a movie, movie, yeah, but video games. I want to put the glasses on, and I want to pull up Forza Horizon, and drive in. I want VR. I mean, that's just just a VR yeah, headset. It's just a VR. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I, I need to I need to show you a Kickstarter after the show. Something fucking crazy. Are they, is they, are they kickstarting rope? <laughs> yeah, rope. To hang all the politicians. Yeah. Um We got a quick news story. This is from uh Well, it's from Russia, partially. Um a twenty year old twenty one year old female uh student was arrested in Russia recently for allegedly, quote, rehabilitating Nazism. <laughs> um, they were a, they're a uh, exchange student from, from Zambia. She was arrested after she posted herself, a video of herself on Instagram, 
uh, alongside a joking caption twerking next to a World War II memorial. Uh, Russian uh, police described her actions as obscene and insulting and have charged her with uh, a specific criminal code uh, which accuses a person of rehabilitating Nazism. Mm. So it's illegal to to make Nazism look good. Yeah. So are they cracking down on the Ukraine Azov battalion? Yeah, or? I bet. Uh, she faces up to three years in prison and a fine of up to three million rubles. Wow. That's like $43. Uh, if found of, quote, desecrating a symbol of Russian military glory. Uh, with our last news story, you're going to like this. Uh, in Across the pond, of course, mm-hmm. um, a man uh, left his silver Ford estate outside the Blackheath Post Office in London. Uh, and when he got out to his car, he saw that he had been fined. 65 pounds or euros um, for parking in a disabled space. Uh, He was stunned because he was not in a disabled space. He says, there's no signage as to where I parked. And the photos they sent me only show the shadow of my car in the handicapped space. So so he's like, Space one is handicapped. Space two is his. Yeah. And the sun shining from behind space uh-huh. two. And the shadow of his car is in the handicapped spot, which apparently is good enough. How is that good enough? I, I don't know. Apparently it's good enough for them to ticket him. That's that's the most retarded thing. Like you, you need to take the person that wrote that ticket to and home he's fighting yeah he's fighting them no 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 he not just him fighting it like oh okay call up officer doofus and go uh hey officer doofus you wrote a parking ticket for a shadow um these nice men are gonna take you out to a farm (laughs) just picture all the tickets you can write out there is it gonna is it gonna be great george there's going to be motorcycles we can ticket. We're going to chalk tires. I, I love it. While his brother pulls a gun out to blow his fucking <laughs> brains out. Holy shit. And we're going to have rabbits, George. Yeah. It's going to be great. He said he already uh, appealed it once, but that first appeal was dismissed. Why? Why? Because it was some robot. It's a shadow. Holy shit. Yep. So uh, watch out for the sun fucking you up on your car. <laughs> <laughs> next time you park right next to a, a place you aren't supposed to be parked make yeah. sure the sun doesn't fuck you over Goddamn sun's coming in here <laughs> shining on all kinds of stuff fucking Christ man well this has been and that takes care of our legal obligations this week but you know it doesn't take care of what? Uh, fighting the sun Yeah, we're going to declare war I'm or, declaring war on the sun or, in this community or, or maybe we can find the handicapped person whose <laughs> handicap is that uh, they can physically interact with shadows yeah. and so they can't park in that spot uh, yeah actually I tried to park here with my car from the shadow realm and I hit <laughs> your car's shadow so you know just want to exchange insurance information <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid <laughs> 
if you want to help us with that project, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have the $5 tier. We do a month of bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature-length commentary. And then we have our... $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a special uh, guest. You can limit voicemailers, call time. You can ban someone from the Discord. Anything you you desire, we will endeavor to get done for you. So we thank all of our patrons, big and small. You help make the show possible. Without you, we wouldn't be doing it. But let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. Uh, Netflix and chill. Uh, Netflix is down 70% in the last... <laughs> Uh, like two days, More like Netflix and kill yourself because <laughs> your your money's all gone from Netflix stock. Yeah, it was um, it was at two twenty two. Today at three ten. Oh, mm. this is this is way too short of a uh, a thing. I want to look at like a all time. Anyway, it was it's dropped precipitously the last week or so the yeah. last it's been on this downward trajectory yeah, yeah, for yeah, months yeah. um and but because, then, well, since the last price hike i think yeah well and then in the last like couple of days so on tuesday april 19th it was at 348 and as of right now it is at 218 wow so it's lost 30 percent of its value uh, in the last six months, it's been on this just like total downward trajectory because it is, it's hemorrhaging viewers mm-hmm. uh, for a multitude of reasons. Yep. And the things that they're pitching to try and like say we're going to make the stock profitable again, yeah, are not going to fucking work. Like, no. and this is the this is why I'm bringing this in is that if Netflix falls, that is the end of the golden year age of streaming yeah they are they're the google of that like you know netflix and chill doesn't literally mean netflix, netflix. Yeah. yeah like whereas like you know google it has become synonymous for search, search for it online on, online yeah uh and uh, so years and years ago like when we right when we graduate high school and yeah. Netflix started offering streaming and it was just like you're paying ten dollars a month for three DVDs a month or whatever yeah. the price was um now you can also get streaming via the Netflix website or we have apps yeah. and so like I had a DVD player a blu-ray player that had the Netflix app and so you could go add stuff to your queue on your PC mm-hmm. and then watch it that was it there was no yeah, browsing yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just my list. You go watch it yep. on the thing. Hey, this is cool. And and then I got, for Christmas, I got a Roku device, like the top-of-the-line Roku at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I had that set up in my room, and I had Netflix, and like I could watch anything I wanted. Yep. And I remember watching, like, there was a period in time, people won't believe this, but there was a period in time on, on Netflix where you could watch episodes the next day. Like the show would be on TV and then the next day it would be on Netflix. Yeah. Can you fucking imagine that shit now? I, and I know that used to be the norm in other countries also. For a while it was like that used to happen and then Hulu came along and that's what was, that was Hulu's big thing. Yep. 
Netflix like Netflix said, ah, oh, we'll wait till they, you know, we'll season, get whole seasons. We'll get whole yeah. seasons. And then in in that time era, it was like, yeah, but if you go to Netflix UK, they don't have Hulu. So they're still doing the day after thing. Yeah, that was another great thing was there was a while where I was using um a VPN to like access Hulu in other countries and watching yeah. just all kinds of stuff. But it was this golden era because pretty much it, anything that was available for streaming was on Netflix. We didn't have Tubi and HBO Max and all these different things. And I remember, um, I want to say it was in like 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers had this, they, they had like archive. a huge archive that they had given to Netflix for virtually nothing. Yeah. And the contract was coming up and Warner Brothers was like, we want $600 million. Netflix was like, yeah, we're not fucking paying that. So Warner Brothers pulled all their content from Netflix and they launched Warner Brothers Movie Classics. Archive. It was, it was called Archive. Was that what it was? Yeah. And, the Warner Brothers Archive. And so for like $12 a month, you could watch all these old, old Warner Brothers yeah, movies yeah. that were on Netflix last month. Yes. And that service just fucking plummeted right into the yeah. ground. But then they've like restarted and restarted and restarted. Now all that stuff's on in migrating into HBO, HBO Max. Max yeah. Amazon started offering stuff. But that was, that was the first like yep. chink in the armor yeah. that formed that is now about to crumble all away because then... Everybody else started getting these ideas. Yeah. Disney's like, we're gonna. They they made this great deal with Netflix, where Netflix was gonna get like all the Marvel movies and, I and that. Disney, Pixar stuff. And then like a year later, they launched Disney Plus. Yeah, and they had to like wait out the contract with Netflix for all their stuff. But with Disney Plus, it's never going anywhere else. Like no. that is all that stuff is yeah. migrating into Disney Plus, and it'll just always be there. Yeah, and like lots of companies started doing that. Uh, and so to f- combat that, Netflix tried to pivot into the original content. Original content. And that has been at on average terrible. Yeah. I, I mean everybody's everybody's got those couple of, of Netflix shows they're like, oh, this show is great. Yeah. Um and even the ones like Better Call Saul, where it's a Netflix original, but even though it's on AMC and mm-hmm. they just they bought it and call it to call it a Netflix yeah. original. Yeah. Um, everybody's got, you know, Lily Hammer. I love Lily Hammer. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Um, I think there's an, there's like one other Netflix series that I've watched that I thought was good, but for the most part, they're all garbage and I'm sure most people feel the same way. So if you just take that on average, if they have 500 shows and movies and everybody thinks five of them are good, that's still more than half are unwatchable nonsense. That's it's a 1% rate. Yeah. So what we've now seen is the fracturing of the streaming world where you have yep. to have Amazon and star to, to be able to watch all the stuff that was on Netflix in 2011, you have to have Amazon and HBO max and Netflix and Hulu. Uh, what is it? Hulu plus or whatever it is. Disney yeah. plus all these different services that you're paying 10, 15, $20 a month for or you're sharing between people and, and they want to start cracking down on that too. They want to start cracking down They're on like, that. You, I, it's like you gave me five accounts. Like I signed up for a Netflix account and then you gave me four other slots. Yeah. Well, so then, so with all that fracturing, right? The great thing about cord cutting, the reason why I cord cut was because 
watching cable, even even when I life hacked myself yep. to where my TV only had channels that had stuff that I would watch, even then it would be like I would surf through all the channels and be like, there's nothing on. I guess I'll put on, this is the least offensive thing that I can find. But Netflix, I could just go into Netflix and be like, what's on my list? Uh, There's a ton of these movies that I've been interested in. I'll watch this one. I'll watch this show. I'll watch this thing. I'll watch this thing. Well, now we're back into a level where people will go sit down, browse through all, like movie night. We'll get on the... The TV will browse through three or four different platforms, not find a fucking thing to watch, yeah. and then just like, all right, well, we'll just watch MXC. Yeah. <laughs> and we're right back at watching cable, but we're paying way fucking more for it because we're paying the cable bill worth of internet. And yep. now we're also paying a cable bill worth of all these different streaming services that don't have what we actually want to watch. And so Netflix is saying they want to inject ads into their yep. streams, which that's that is a fucking suicide move because yeah. that is the only thing that makes uh Netflix worth a damn yep. is that it's better Not than watching Hulu because there's no ads. Yeah. They don't even do the they do do the pre-roll annoying thing where you can't pause on anything for very long, but they don't do the thing where you click to watch your show and it's like an Amazon original. Yeah. Uh, like I, I'm about to watch this Dolph Lundgren movie where he chops off people's arms and legs and beats them to death with them. Netflix presents Downton Abbey spinoff, all pride and prejudice and women's bullshit. But this is what we're promoting this week. Like, yeah, this is not working out for you. I'm not going to watch that ever because basically if it says uh, platform original, I know it's dog shit. Yeah. And that's the other problem is that they're not <laughs> the stuff that they've made for consumers like Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, you make it, you don't adhere to the source material, you hire a cunt of an actress to play Faye Valentine. Valentine, and who doesn't like match any of the stuff of the character, you don't put her in the costume of the character. Like, why did you make Cowboy Bebop? I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight with Cowboy Bebop. Sure, sure. But if you're gonna make Cowboy Bebop, and they're like, well, th- this is what a real woman looks like. Like, I can go online and go. Faye Valentine cosplay, and there are 300 sluts on the internet that will dress yep. up and look just like the fucking drawn character. Yep. Sure, they can only look like it for a still image, but you could find someone better. And more importantly, you could find someone who's not openly antagonistic to the fan base. That's your death note. Yep. Uh, it's one thing to hire someone that doesn't look like to reinterpret the source material. I think a lot of fans would kind of understand that. Yeah. But when you have the actors come out there and be like, um, actually, this show's not for you. What do you think your fan base is going to do? <laughs> Spoiler alert. They're not going to fucking watch your show. Yep. And so they just keep dumping money into like woke thing after woke thing to prove that they're they're hip and cool to people that don't fucking buy their product. Yeah. It's mind boggling. And then it's like, why are we losing? Why are we losing subscribers? When I signed up for Netflix, it was eight 99 a month. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what it is. Cause I dumped it the twice last, that, I, I dumped it least. when it hit like twelve ninety nine a month. Yeah. Not only is it twice that there's tears now. Oh yeah, where you're buying like uh, one screen, two screen, four mm-hmm. K, yeah, four yeah, K, yeah. and it's just it's ridiculous. You can be paying obscene amounts of money for content that is openly antagonistic to you, isn't any good, and that you're not watching. Like you just, it's just a thing. It's like a, it might as well be a fidget 
spinner yeah. or a fidget cube. It's just something to flick through while you try and figure out what you actually want to watch. Mm-hmm. And they have that like play something button. It's kind con- they're interface is terrible it's yeah. obfuscated to the point where when i go into netflix and i'm scrolling through i'm looking at like uh po- most popular and it's like i can go look go through all of most popular left to right and then start scrolling down and i'll see all those same movies yeah. in all these different niche categories it's like it makes it look like netflix has 35 movies that they're just copy pasting into as many genres as they can yeah. make it fit like it's like old youtube videos where there would just be that wall of hashtags below mm-hmm. it to try and get it up I've in seen, the SEO. I saw I saw a recent video with that and I was like, holy shit, people still do that. Yeah. I, but that's what that's what they're doing to try and make it look there it's the illusion of content. It is. And I, you know, I've I still and, and we still fall prey to it. Like, you know, I've uh we've got a family Netflix account. I've got my Amazon Prime account and it's like you know, I I like to sit down and uh I don't uh unless I'm with other people, I don't like to just eat my food in silence. Yeah. Right? I always like throw something on. Um and so, you know, I'll like I'll be like, oh I'm gonna, you know, I got lunch and you know, usually what I'll do is because bef- I know I'll I'll have like a right steamy hot plate of lunch, go like, oh let me find something on Netflix. Fifteen minutes later, I'm like, oh let me find something on Amazon Prime. 15 minutes later, I'm back at Tubi. My lunch is cold, right? Yeah. So the smart move is to pick it beforehand. Yeah. But even then, like the other day, I picked something on, on Amazon that was like, I don't think I was kind of interested when this came out. Went and made lunch. Came back. And it was like, and I sat down. And was like, I have no interest in this. <laughs> it was it was that fleeting interest I had that would have made me watch it, right? And, you know, I, I went through Netflix a couple of days ago, and the only thing that gave me any I was interested in at all was like, Oh, Oh, there's a new season. Oh, new episodes that start next week. Great. Yeah. I will turn the, you on next week. That's why Tubi, you know, Tubi has ads. Sure. And I, I hate ads. Yeah. I wish I could get away without them, but so that's Tubi's major downside, but Tubi doesn't require you to have an, ad, an account. Yep. So I can just go put Tubi on any TV yeah, uh, you know, if I'm at an Airbnb or something, they don't have. I can just go put Tubi on their TV and and watch some Tubi. But stuff. also, per TV still remembers like your list and what you've watched and all that. Yeah, you can create an account if you want and track all that stuff. Or, or you, it's really, I think, it's I really think you can do you. that without an account too. Yeah, yeah. I, on locally on the device. Yeah, I don't think it works locally on the uh. device. But but Tubi has a category newly added, and it's, it's the first just the stuff that has been added in like the newest wave the yeah, last, the last, the last like batch. three waves of stuff and then the one below that is leaving soon so the i can two go, categories most people want because i've looked through everything you have to offer yeah. and i don't want to fucking watch any yeah. of it but here's a bunch of new stuff that maybe i will want to watch one of these and here's a bunch of stuff that now that's the last chance uh, maybe i will maybe watch I that i will go ahead and watch tremors three for yeah. no, again yeah. for no reason uh and fucking smart and it seems like so Tubi doesn't have; they've got some TV shows, mm-hmm. but it's mostly movies. And I prefer movies these days. Right, right. Um, and it seems like, like it used to be, even like a couple of years ago, when I first like when it was first like came around, mm-hmm. 
Tubi, it was like Tubi. Oh, that's where you like, that's all like direct to DVD bullshit. Yeah. But now all that shit is on Amazon and Netflix as filler, as filler. And Tubi has gotten like actual things you've heard of. Whereas like you can go through Netflix and be like, aside from the originals and aside from, um, mo- like modern stuff, meaning like the last, you know, I'd say five years of bullshit that didn't even come out in theaters. Uh, you can go through and be like, I, I've never heard of half of this shit. Right. But Tubi is like, Oh, I remember seeing the trailer for that. Oh, I remember being interested in that. Oh, I remember, I, I remember that that was a thing. Yeah. And Tubi, when I go into the, like the genres, I'm seeing movies that only fit in that genre yeah. and aren't spread out everywhere else. When I go to Netflix and I'm like, or Amazon, I'm looking at action films at a certain point. I get it. If I go to like the specific category where you can just browse through yes. at a certain point, I end up in just this sea of Bollywood films and yeah. I am not fucking interested in Bollywood at, in the slightest, yeah. not even, not even a passing memes worth of interest nope. in Bollywood films, but they got Bollywood films for basically nothing. Mm-hmm. So they can go, yeah, there are 10,000 movies on Netflix. Yeah. 5,500 of them are Bollywood films that you will never watch. Yeah. Um, and so they, they want to, they they keep raising, Netflix keeps raising rates. They want to inject ads. They want to crack down on password sharing. It's like, none of this is going to help you. All this is going to do is make it like a lot more worthwhile for me to pay a hundred dollars for three years of a VPN and torrent fucking everything that I ever want to watch yeah. and set up my own Plex server. Cause it, how many people nowadays have an old laptop laying around that like it still kind of works, yeah. but you take that, that old laptop, gut it, pull uh, the S the hard drive and put an uh, one, two, three terabyte solid state drive in there, install Cody and set up, a Plex server and just torrent all kinds of shit to that computer. You now have your own Netflix and it's curated by you. So you know what you're going to be able to watch. The yeah. other, another good one's Pluto TV, lots of ads, yeah. of course, but they have a decent selection. They have lots of different stuff and they have live channels yeah. of, and the live channels are great a lot. because it's, just a thing you want to watch. Specific. That's yeah. the best part of Pluto TV. It's, Despite it, it, it's it's literally the old cable TV setup. Yes, like the guide and everything. Yeah, it is. But it's, the it, channels exactly. are so specific and curated that I'm like, instead of having to, as a kid, um, be lucky and uh, and hope I get home enough, I, I hope I get home in time to watch Dragon Ball Z or Gundam. Or, you know, have to get it up early on a Saturday morning to catch it in between 8 and 12 p.m. Or uh, eventually when Toonami went on the weekends, right, they would do they would do Saturday, you know, 7 to like 6 to 10 until Adult, Adult Swim came on. Or maybe hope that Adult Swim got the show you wanted. I can just click the anime channel yeah. and watch whatever the fuck I want. And there's at least like two of those. Yeah. Pluto TV has a Star Trek channel that just, that just plays, plays Star Trek. episodes of Star Trek. Like uh, instead of having to uh, remember, oh, what channel is Heroes and Icons on? Yeah. And it, and Star Trek's on from 7 p.m. to like 1 a.m. And it's, it, one it's of in every episode. order. It's, yeah. yeah. The, that's the only, my only complaint about the, the Star Trek channel is that every time I tune in, it's TNG. Yeah. And it's just playing straight through. Now, if yeah. I were them... I would scatter like one of each series yeah. 
and I would just it'd be on a big shuffle. Yep. But that's me. But I know when I turn that on that it's going to be an episode of Star Trek. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be a star, an episode of Star Trek that I don't hate. Yes. And every so often, I turn it on. Uh-huh. And it's first duty, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. I guess we're watching the first duty. Yeah. Um, but. But like, it's better than watching the duty on Netflix. But that is exactly that is that's the few that's what I wanted when we yeah. talked years and years and years ago about I want a thing where I can pay for the only the channels I want was we really just wanted to like we wanted to pay less mm-hmm. and we wanted to be we wanted the shot at turning the TV on and there being something that I could watch to be more than 50 percent. Yeah. Um. And Netflix isn't doing that. Nope. Uh, Tubi, uh, it's not 50%. It's yeah. It's 30, 30%. Yeah. But, but ne- Netflix, Amazon, HBO Max, it's five. Maybe. And yeah. and Pluto, it's like, well, fuck, I can't find anything. That That's what I've been doing is I'll set a timer on my phone, 10 minutes. I would get 10 minutes to find something. If I'm not going to like pick up back yep. on the show that I've been watching, yeah. 10 minutes, then I'm fucking turning on Pluto yep. and I'm putting on the fucking Star Trek channel. Because yeah, I'll just, it can just be on his background noise. Yeah. I've, I've seen the episodes a fucking hundred yeah, times, yeah. but I know that it's not going to turn on and be like, oh, uh, do you want to watch old episodes of Monique? <laughs> N- no. No. I don't want the, I don't want UPN from 1999. I, can, I uh, want the Star Trek channel. That would be a great channel, though. That would be, that'd be a fun channel. Like, were you eight or nine years old? And and uh, and saw all the commercials for the shows um, during Star Trek that you didn't watch. Yeah. Like here's here's like what all those shows actually were. Like wow, these shows are shitty. <laughs> it was like one season. God. Yeah, and then then you could start listening to jingles too. Yeah, like yeah. The fucking demolition, like a demolition man. man. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the hellscape of the future. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's uh. That's my issue, Tim. What's your second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. USFL. Okay. I don't even know what this is. I had no idea this was a thing. I, I think I had heard about this a little while ago. But um, I guess it was Monday. Monday night, I walk into the living room and my dad's watching football. Okay. What what time of the year is this now? Oh, it's, it's spring. Football it's spring. season is over. Yeah. So I'm like, are you watching old football? He goes, no, this is Monday. This is Monday night football. Like, oh, is this? Oh, is the XFL started already? He goes, no, this is the USFL, the United States Football League. I believe so. Which is different than the National Football League. It's or the Extreme Football League. Yeah. So the USFL is a not to be not to be confused with the FSL, which is the Faggot Soccer League. Yeah. 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 They literally just started. Like this is the they, this is their first game. Uh, I don't know if it was. They the just first organized game. the teams last week. No, no, no. I mean, this is the first season, okay. and they just started. Uh, I mean, this was it was it wasn't the, he wasn't watching the first game, but it was one of the first games. Uh, and they've tried this before with the XFL, mm-hmm. which is coming back yeah. next year or later this year, I think. Yeah, with under the rocks wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that had like an inkling of a of an of a good idea for alternative to football, but wasn't pushed far enough. No, and I think especially is in, 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 there's no way it will be now with um, what, what's it called the um, 
all the brain injury stuff and oh TBI whatever it is yeah, yeah. no you want it when you when like extreme football league is a video game that is a PlayStation One video game that never happened where like you're wearing like the dudes like literally have spikes on their shoulder pads and everybody has like a special move they can use yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um that's or what like it, that's, when your quarterback draws back and throws the ball like throws as a fireball and your guy has yep. to catch it yeah. And then he can like do an area effect to blast the defenders yep. around him. Yeah, that's what we wanted. The to stadiums see. are five hundred yards wide. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we wanted to see, uh, but we got not that. Uh, it was like it was like the NFL with different, uh, slightly different rules and slightly different you know point scoring, which is basically what this is. But even like less, more milk toast, more milk toast, but like even less deviation. Um, there's eight teams. Uh, and they're all playing because there's only eight teams. This first season is all being played in the one stadium. Okay. There's the Birmingham stallions from Birmingham, Alabama, the Houston gamblers, the new Orleans breakers, the Tampa Bay bandits, the Michigan Panthers, the new Jersey generals, the Philadelphia stars and the Pittsburgh maulers. Uh, and it just looked like I saw I so I watched a few minutes of it. It looked like regular football. And so I was like, well, what's the differences, right? And so these are the rule changes unique to the USFL. Fifteen minute halftime. As opposed to what? I think thirty. Oh, okay. So it's um, a shorter game. Uh the no, because the play clock is thirty five seconds instead of twenty five. Okay. Uh Teams have three options for a, a after point touchdown. Uh, they have the regular kick from the 15-yard line, mm-hmm. the two-point conversion from the three-yard line, mm-hmm. which is the rule from the college football, or a three-point conversion from the 10-yard line. So they have to run it in 10 yards? Yeah. Okay. Uh, overtime is different, r- different rules. Uh, they have the... College football rules on uh, catches where you, you can have one foot inbound instead of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some like f- behind the line of scrimmage changes, two forward passes being legal, uh, defensive pass interference will be penalized similar to college football, 15 yards. Uh, each coach gets one replay challenge. Uh, all kickoffs are from the 25 yard line. Uh, it's, it's like all like there's, and there's some more. Until, it's just a bunch of hyper autistic things. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Nobody cares Until about. Until I got to the last one in the list. There will be no chain crew. I said, what's a chain crew? Those are the ones that mark the first down. Those are the guys on the side of the lines with the big orange poles mm-hmm. flag things. Um, they use literally a 10 foot long 10 chain, yard long chain, yeah. Or 10 yard long chain to measure this stuff. Instead, a microchip will be inserted into each football and will use proprietary technology similar to the NFL's to pinpoint the location of the ball. <laughs> the thing This is the the thing I've literally been talking about for years where Go, I back. say we need to use lasers to measure this shit. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing, Tim, is that it's going back to that uh, invention, you know, yeah, a, yeah. a dog bed for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just like a chain 
it's it's ten yards of chain uh-huh. and two sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you have like oh um. When he smacked the, when he spiked this football, the chip went bad. So now we don't know where the ball is in relation to space. Like, it. So it's beyond <laughs> silly, right? And I saw that I was like, well, this is like a just a terrible version of what I thought like we should we they should do. And then I, I like I read that and I said, all right. So the technology is similar to the NFL's next gen stats technology. And I said, what is that? So I looked around and apparently they've been using. It's it's a thing they've had since uh, 2012, uh, 2013. They started in 2013, and it's it's them teaming with um, some company called Zebra, and then Wilson. Um, they use Amazon Web Service infrastructure. Um, there's 20 to 30 w- ultra wideband receivers in every NFL venue. Okay. And two to three RFID tags installed into the player's shoulder pads. Also, RFID tags on the officials, on the pylons, on the sticks, on the chains, and in the ball. So, uh, they're not putting it in the ball. They're putting on literally everything. And uh, apparently, they say about 250 of these total uh, in a venue for any given game. And a team of three operators... Is required at every game to confirm that you know they're working. There's three operators at any every NFL game, you know, making sure all this shit is working. Uh-huh. Uh And ever since 2017, uh, all all the NFL teams have all of this data. That what of what? Like player movements, like like literally. The entire game mm-hmm. has been digitized. Okay. The entire, all the movement of the entire game has been digitized. Um, why though? But why? You so, know, so they can. Um, uh, so, uh, what, what it's like? I remember reading something. Uh, they used the Amazon machine learning to evaluate college prospects at the NFL draft. Hmm. So it's literally, it's just metrics, right? You know how fast your guy runs now, you know, um, you know, exact yardage and all that stuff. Um, And it's like, they've had this for years, but it must not be, Good Publi- enough. Highly, highly publicized to, to track where the ball is for the purposes of scoring. Yeah, yeah but like, um, <clears throat> this is all sounds like all like this all this sounds like a huge leap forward in technology, but I think it's because they're using RFID and it's probably not super pinpoint accurate. Yeah, so that's all to say that they're you know. It's probably not. It's only you know good enough for the coaches and the teams to do like here you you ran this much probably. Um, it's it's the like half. It's that you know quarter step to actual technology that you know will change the game. What I'm trying to say is I want future sports. I just want football that doesn't suck. It, you know, here's the the, yeah. the clock doesn't stop. You go out there. Yep. The game's an hour long. That's it. So that's the thing is right. The the only the, the there hasn't been any actual changes in the game mm-hmm. since they introduced you know 
uh, what hard helmets. Yeah. Uh, all the changes in you know, and all the changes in our time has been safety, safety. You know, uh, and then you know, cracking down on you know very specific rules, which is the opposite of future sports. Which is why we're never going to get future sports. Because what is the common thing with all these all these movies about future sports and movies that have future sports what is the thing that is in common that all future sports have in common uh lasers danger 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 and violence future sports are dangerous they're violent uh which is why we're never going to get them yeah can't can't take any risks nope i mean i think if you want to improve football like get rid of all the faggoty rules where they're like, oh, you can't have a uh, celebration in the end zone. Let him celebrate. He scored. Yeah, he scored a point. Let him have it. Like he shouldn't be like he he shouldn't be able to do it for ten minutes. What what annoys me on and and, and get rid of make the game playable with strategy like it's just the same thing you make a drive until you're you can either make a touchdown or you're in field goal range and then you kick yeah which is and then you you know you score your touchdown and then you kick like people aren't going for two-point conversions strategy is why football movies work yes right because aside from you being invested in them more than you know uh well i guess to, to some same degree that hardcore fans are invested in in the team winning or not um like there's some some form of strategy is what you know m- lets them win yeah or you the, know the finds that character arcs happen. yeah yeah little yeah. character arcs yeah yeah and like let there be rivalries and stuff like yeah. that's what made wrestling watchable in the yes. 90s was that there were all these like feuds and stuff mm-hmm. like have these quarterbacks like do the whole M- UFC thing where they're like shit talking one another. Yep. Cause you, you go and watch the post game stuff. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, we went out there, played ball, really worked hard. We did 110%. And it's just so dull. Yeah. And then the games take fucking four out. It's an, it's a 60 minute game. Yeah. 90 minutes with your half hour halftime show for no reason. Um, Still four and a half hours. And it's four and a half hours of television because they play 60 seconds, mm-hmm. they go out of bounds, they go to a two-minute timeout. And I feel like all the commercials. All the like the rule nitpicking the last, you know, 10, 20 years mm-hmm. has made it so that like the people that are quote unquote best at the game like don't stand out really. Yeah, it's it's everything's been completely leveled. Everyone's all the been rough leveled. edges have been yeah. smoothed over. Yeah. Football's a worthless sport. Yeah. Uh, why we need future sports. That's why we need future sports, man. Shit in cages, stuff that involves lasers and mm-hmm. like spinning saw blades. Uh, Robots fighting one another. I, I, the current BattleBot show mm-hmm. is pretty cool. They, it needs, you know, it has the same um, problem that football has where they do four fights in an hour and each fight is like has a three minute timer, you know? Oh. So it's an hour of it's an hour of television, but it's only twelve minutes of content. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, we have to show you like the backstory for the team. Of the, oh, no, nobody gives a fuck about the any robot, of that. Uh, which is like, I, I wish like the teams would be shit talking to each other instead of being like, yeah, hi, you did really good. You're no, you're this robot. is this is what we want from BattleBots, right? 
six five minute rounds. Yeah. Every round you you do two you show two promos from two different robots yeah. like buzzsaw, bounce, and then like like you show highlights yeah. of it blowing shit up and the, show him like walking them, entrance them the their team building it in the shop yeah. and like te- doing some test footage uh-huh. and then it's like and also in this round like the shoveler and yeah. then like show its whole thing and then you go also and then you go bam 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 like these are all the robots that are in the arena and here are our dangers and they're like yeah. the, the fire pit yeah. the ejecto cedo cuz <laughs> like it's a it's a trebuchet yeah. that just fires your robot at yeah. the plexiglass walls and now it's time to battle and then like like and all the lights are going around the b- battle bots come out they fight for five minutes they're like winner buzzsaw and you're like yeah i was rooting for buzzsaw because yeah. i saw his promo uh-huh. And then you're like, all right, after this commercial break, round two, it's going to be a big wild one. We've got six more robots here to fight yeah. you. And you're like, you're like, yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy was, but right before BattleBots. And some slow-mos. When, when, sure, when sure. the robots get exploded, you oh, cut to some slow-mo course, footage. Of course, yeah. Which they, I mean, they do do that now. So maybe it is a three minute, it's a three minute match, but you're like intersplicing slow-mo shit every, yeah, few, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. but it's five minutes. Yes. Uh, right before BattleBots came back. There was a show on Sci-Fi that I think was hosted by Chris Jericho, the wrestler. Uh, the Robot Fighting League. Yes. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. It was great. I was very uh, excited for it. It was. It was kind of cool. It was kind of like held back by like the kind of robots they can make. Yeah. You know, it was like they're they're on like these you know big old piston. Yeah, it was just things. a piston rig, and some one person yeah. had control over the movement forward and backwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. and one person had had like. But it was cool, like like, like when someone would like knock out a hydraulic, and you'd see all the fucking fluid go flying. And they were filled with pyrotechnics and stuff. Sure, but sure, it was sure. watchable. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want we we need something like to expand on that. Now. I watched that whole season except for the last episode, and then I I lost interest because yeah. like the ro- robot I was rooting for didn't win. Didn't win. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, that was a cool show. I will say I think BattleBots is uh, the current BattleBots is totally watchable and like I mean they've there's some pretty good like KOs and stuff now. Yeah, yeah. It's time to battle. I I don't care for the announcer guy. Of course not. He does a weird dumb rhyme thing every time. Oh god. Like you, he's like it's Sawblade. He's here to. Uh, I don't know. He does he does dumb rhymes every time. Yeah, it's, so it's what is he, bullhorn. Yeah, he's he's, he's bullhorn. <laughs> he is bullhorn. Let everybody be warned. This yeah, is what yeah. happens when you he mess with, with bullhorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, these waffles—they're so good. They like to make them down south. They're so sweet and fluffy. These and tasty melt fuckers of melting your mouth. Uh, that's a great issue, Tim. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I don't know what this USFL is, but it doesn't sound like it's taking and adding anything interesting no. to football. I think it's 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 less interesting than a real football how, because there's less change. How much? It's just another league. Yeah, it is just another league. Are they going to do like a Super Super Bowl where the winner of the USFL plays against the XFL, and then they play a college team, and Probably, then they play yeah. like the uh, the Super Bowl champions at this point? Which, by the way, because uh, that's the thing. Now we have. I mean, you have like your local high school football if you're really into that. Yeah, you've got college football, NFL, USFL, XFL. XFL. Who the, uh, the who bikini the fuck league? If that comes care? back, if, is, is that a real thing? I thought that I, was it, just like a promo. I think it happened for a little oh, bit. That's embarrassing. Um, 
I they did should find, call it what it is, the yeah, pervert league. Yeah, yeah. I to me, what I think the USFL really is is um, it's a it's a not a pyramid scheme. It's a uh, it's like a tax write off because mm. it's owned by Fox Sports, and they've committed apparently 150 million to 200 million over three years to its operation, with plans to attract an additional 250 million from investors. Um, here's here's what the players and staff will be able to receive a college degree, tuition, and debt free. Through partnership with for-profit universities. Well, there. Uh, okay. Player pay structure: forty-five thousand dollars for active roster players, mm-hmm. fifteen for practice squad players, and six hundred dollars weekly during training camp. Players also receive win bonuses of eight fifty per win and ten thousand for the championship. But players have to pay their own rent since they're in, they have to play the season in Alabama. Yeah. Though the league offers. A reduced hotel price at a cost of seventy five dollars per room per day, with an option to share a room. So they could make as much as uh, almost seventy thousand if they win every game in the championship. In the championship, yeah. I guess that's that's better than playing college football, where they pay you jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's a great issue, Tim, and. Uh, I guess that's it for our show. Until next time, I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Hammerbreaker. See you guys next week. See you. If you want to call into Here's Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can... Uh, visit us in the Discord under the voicemail upload channel, but I don't think there's any there this week. Here's one from the voicemail hotline. Here's what I don't get. People who don't know what a phone charger is. So, somebody would say, Hey, Andy, will you go get my phone charger for me? So I go, and I unplug the little brick from the wall, and I bring it to them, and they're like, no, 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 that's not what I need. I need the little cable thingy. Well, that's not a charger. That is a charge cable. If you want something, ask for it by its direct name, not by what your stupid little brain thinks it is. Am I doing the wrong here? If so, then I'm going on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm going to sell an extension cord, and I'm going to list it as Duke Energy Coal Generating Station. I think you are wrong because I think the phone charger incorporates the power inverter and the cable. That's the phone charger. Yeah, if someone was to go, if someone was to say, "Hey, go get me my phone charger," I would bring them cable and and brick and brick. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't have a cable, that's just an inverter that's doing nothing. Yes, it's converting one twenty volt to five volt at and outputting it into nothing. And to be honest. If anything was to be called the charger, it would be the cable, because if you just brought them the cable, they might be able to uh, plug that cable in to something else to charge it. No, without the cable, without the the inverter, it's not a charger. But you think you go over to a battery? They could, you know, like a, ba- a but power it's, bank. It's just a cable. I know. When I know. it's attached to the power bank, now it's a charger again. Yes, but I'm saying like of the two things, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to bring those two things separately uh with if you just brought them the cable mm-hmm. 
they might have like a power bank on them, right? That yeah. could charge their phone. If you just brought them the inverter, they would have to have a cable on them. But if I if I just gave you this cable, th- you can't charge your phone with this cable. So if I have a power bank on me, I, I, I sure can. Do you have a power bank on you? Uh, it's in my bag. Yeah, where's your bag? Not here. Okay, there you go. See, yeah. you're you, you. This is useless to you. You can use it to tie a noose and hang yourself. Because <laughs> your phone battery's not getting any higher with this. Yeah, but but okay, sure. Now, if I have a little wall wart, now it's a charger. See, this is just a USB cable, I a know, USB yeah. Type C cable. This isn't a phone cable. No, if you gave me that right now, I could charge my phone right now. Yeah, how? You can't. There's you know, a computer you're not right it there. Into my fucking computer. <laughs> I could though. No, you can't. Yeah. No. Not on the first. If you try. just gave me the wall wart and not the cable, I could do fuck all. Yeah. That's why that's not a phone charger. That's a, that's the inverter. This is a USB Type C cable because yes, it will charge my phone, but it also connect my USB mic, uh, microphone, camera. It'll charge a tablet. It'll charge my little my. What I'm saying is that warts. is that of the two things, uh-huh. if you only brought one. But that's not what. That's not the word for this. This I know is that. not a phone I know charger. That. I know that. This is so he's correct in that this is not a phone charger. Yes. What he's wrong in is that just the wall wart is a phone charger because yeah. that's also not a phone charger. Yes. <laughs> it's like um, it's like in our high school, right? There was a rule in the uh, student code of conduct that ve- vehicles that could be used were subject to search. Yes. <laughs> so a car that could not drive was not subject to search by yeah. the school. So if I parked the car at school and took the wheel off, yep. it is now non-functional as a car and yes. therefore immune to searching. Now they'd probably tow it. Yeah. But it's like, your rule is stupid. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is not a phone charger. The wall word is not a phone charger, but together they are a yes. phone charger. It's uh, it's like the Wonder Twins. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Separately, they are not, they are worthless, uh-huh. but together. They are also worthless. <laughs> <laughs> but they could turn into, you. they could turn into a USB type C cable and a wall ward and charge your phone. <laughs> which That's, would be of some use. <laughs> form of USB C cable, yeah. four of five, five volt power inverter. <laughs> oh, thanks. Wonder Twins. I can finally charge my phone now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, here's, here's my next one. I'm on the road, and I go to this restaurant I haven't been to for a few years, and last time I was in there, they had a classic-style fountain for the drinks in the late 90s. Well, now they have a giant LCD display, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, cool, a cool freestyle. So here's what I don't get. I go over there to put my strawberry in my Coke, Ew. And you can't put any flavors in any of the drinks. It doesn't have, it's just a regularized fountain with a giant LCD. Waste of fucking technology. Why does this shit exist? Is it a touchscreen LCD or is it just like an LCD that shows what the buttons do? I don't, I don't know. That's my question. Probably, I assume it's the, the, the common Coke thing now. Yeah, probably. Anyway, well... Those are our voicemails. Two from Andy. I I don't really like the freestyle machines because it's the same process as like choosing something on Netflix. 
Now you and me, I know what I want. Yeah, I step yeah. up there. I'm like, I see all the bubbles. I'm like I'm gonna do man, I'm a ginger. The ale. only thing, so the only thing that they have over the traditional machine is the sheer variety. Yeah, of stuff that is typically not in a machine, or you will ever only see in a machine. You know, once off in some weird place of the world, like ginger ale, right? Yeah, you can get ginger ale in one of those things. Yeah, but when's the last time you saw a ginger ale at a regular fountain? Never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're right. There is, but all that stuff is in the bubbles, right? When you're just looking at it, you see all the bubbles. What I hate is you have the people that are the samplers. Uh, they're like fucking samplers. Oh, let's see. Everywhere I go in my entire life, I get diet coke. But maybe I could try like diet coke with orange. Oh no. Maybe I could try. Mm, what is? What are the options underneath Fanta? Oh, look at all these different colors of Fanta. I'm not actually interested in Fanta. Like, yeah. just push a fucking thing, push the Dr. Pepper thing, and press the dispense button, and get the fuck out of the way. Because that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to walk up there and be like, I want root beer, no flavors. I do like that done. it's not like a one and done thing. Uh, it's not, you, don't, you don't press the root beer button, and it gives you... 16 ounces or 32 ounces of root beer. Yeah. Because I find like a lot of those, a lot of, especially a lot of those flavored or extra flavored sodas are way overpowered. Yeah. So you can be like, I would like root beer, please. And then like a splash of root beer vanilla in there for some extra vanilla flavor. I'll do that with lemonade. You know, they have the Minute Maid and you'll get regular lemonade, but then, you know, a little, little spritz of uh, raspberry in there. Yeah, not me. I just want the pure flavor. If I wanted to taste orange, I'd get orange soda. Sure. If I yeah. wanted to taste piss water, I would go drink a PBR. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not into all that flavored stuff. That's it. It's just too much. Like, it was a thing. The first time I saw one, I was like, wow, this is neat. Look at all these options. This is cool. Mm-hmm. And now they're just, it's just a headache. Yeah, a because, uh, because it's one at a time. Yeah. And most... Places have two at most. Yeah, the movie theaters now have some of the movie theaters have them, yeah. and there'll be like six of them, and they'll just be these huge lines. Whereas you know, you used to go to the movie theater, they had like six options, yeah. and you'd go, "I want a Coke," and they would fill the Coke, and they'd hand it to you, and you'd walk away. Yeah. And now there's 300 options, and every it's like I, my movie starts in 10 minutes. Can <laughs> you get the fuck out of the way, please? So anyway, well, that's our episode this week. Thanks everybody for listening. See you next time. <laughs>